You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Somebody shout a better amen. You move mountain. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just take it. Move mountains. You cause walls to fall with your power. You perform miracles. There is nothing. That's impossible, and we stand in here only because you move mountains, you cause walls to Jesus, with your power. Songs are for of two different types, or for two reasons. At times, we'll sing to thank him for what he has done. When the Lord gives a song, sometimes it's an expression from our spirit, appreciating God for what he has done. At other times, it's a prophetic declaration of what he is about to do. Whichever one it is, when they praise God, praise Him well. Amen. Am I on now? Praise the Lord. The reason some don't sing is because they don't have much expectation. Some feel they've had a long day, so many expectations, and then they are not very excited about singing to Him. We don't only sing because of what he has done. At times we receive a song in our spirit because of what he's about to do. Hallelujah. The spirit of God loves to show what he wants to do by announcing it at times through a song. So you can be in the place of prayer, not happy because of a strong body. And the Spirit gives you a song. That is the prophecy of your new season. Hallelujah. These are demonstrations of the Spirit that we have to be familiar with. Otherwise, victories will be brought to you and you will miss it. The Spirit wants you to sing. He wants you to sing, but you want to pray. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. God bless you this evening. Wave to your neighbor. Just welcome somebody to church. You don't need to shake them. Just say, hi, how are you? Welcome. Hope you've had a very beautiful day. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Uh, don't sit down yet. Some people are still managing to, trying to be happy. First Wednesday of the year. I'm praising. <laughs> you know, the, you know what I saw. It doesn't matter what comes my way. The greater one. I'm gonna win it. Just sing it once. More than victorious. Can you rejoice? I'm a hair of his kingdom. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Somebody rejoice in the house tonight. Let me hear you give a shout of praise. Oh, I'm gonna dance and praise him. Say, I'm gonna dance and praise him. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what comes to The greater one, he lives inside of me. Shout his name. I'm born a Some are still trying to, <laughs> they are still booting. <laughs> Let's open to Exodus 14. Let's read why we stand together. Exodus 14, glory to God. Rejoicing is a decision. Uh, it's not a gift, it's a decision. Exodus 14, 14. Well, let's start from 13. The Bible says, and Moses said unto the Unto the people, fear ye not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. I like that part today. <laughs> For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. Mm. Verse 14. The Lord shall fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. Thank you, choir. God bless you. If you receive it, it's your portion. Can you rejoice and just receive the word? God bless you. Have your seat. Welcome to church today. 
Let me tell you something. When the word of God is read or spoken in the congregation of his saints, if your attitude towards it is that of joy and that of God speaking to you, the anointing in the word rests on you. So, the magnets, your response to God's word is like a magnet that pulls the treasure and the blessing in the world to your direction. When people know this, they will know that amen, hallelujah, is not a Pentecostal language for Pentecostal churches. It's the attitude of a saint who is convinced that that word is for him or for her. Hallelujah. So, words of blessings, they pass by people after one day we will master the things of the Spirit and how to respond to God. One day. I don't know when that one day will be. They will read a passage like, uh, let's say a promise. The Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. Somebody is there in church, it's a need, it keeps quiet. After service is praying in the sky, oh God, this rent I'm about to pay. And the angels are wondering. We brought the answer to you, you left it. And God does not force anything on a man. If in 2020, you were quiet in church, you could have gone beyond where you are right now. Don't repeat the same thing in 2021. And some have started this way again. You know, we love to pray. There was a, ah, yeah, cast. You see, the signal. Many Wednesdays, I begin to say what I never planned to say. Because I love Wednesday. Sunday, two services, and then you have to be a little sprouted on Sunday. But Wednesday is like freestyle. And freestyle, when you are freestyling, it enables you to yield more to the Holy Ghost. So I'm freestyling now. Are you, are you with me? The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, who is mightily here tonight, is the one that directs the affairs of the spirit, of spiritual things. We don't dictate to him. We take orders from him. Now, I said that to say, the Holy Spirit is the one that tells you which weapon works per time. And the Holy Spirit sees everything. A very good example. In Numbers 12, 13, the Lord told Moses to call 12 spies, and he called them. And you know the story. And he told them to go and spy the promised land. And then, 10 of them brought very terrible reports. And two of them were persuaded that God could do something mighty. Then, the 10 prevailed, and the old camp became sad. Everybody was crying. Oh, the, the America, they, they said the sons of Anakim, they are there. They said the land was eating up the inhabitants. I wonder how it, it, it didn't eat up the people living there. And they were magnifying the problem. Now, when God heard, he got angry. And Numbers 14, 28, he said, the thing that you have said in my ears, that is what I will do to you. He said, you are stiff-necked people, stubborn without faith. And it's okay, no problem. You are afraid of getting to the promised land. Let's begin our cycle journey. That's what you want. That's what you get. Now, this is what I want to bring out. When God said that, 
Some of the people felt bad about the opportunity they missed to respond to God. So the soldiers gathered and said, we are sorry. We should have taken up those people, but we ran away from them. Now we are ready to go. And they dressed up in their armor and they were going. And Moses told them, it's not about the armor. It's about the timing. So at the time of the stirring of the water, the Bible said the first person to step in. When you step in after that, you will not get ill. If you step in before then, you will not get ill. Only at a particular time. So Moses said to the people that, don't go and fight. God is not with you. The Holy Spirit gave you the opportunity a while ago. There is a difference in the realm of the Spirit. One minute can make all the difference. Ah, I, I, I don't know whether somebody is hearing what I'm saying right now. I have gotten mighty victories praying for five minutes under the instruction of the Holy Ghost than fasting for three days without food, without the Holy Spirit. I do both from time to time. I am telling you the truth. As we begin the new year, I, am, I know that this is still fine. It's not yet resting with some people because there is a form that you have. God can't deal with people whose heart is tough. Jesus got angry with disciples many times. He called this hardness of hearts. There is a way you love to do your thing. And when the Lord is even trying to make an adjustment, even the Lord cannot adjust what you do. Jesus got angry with disciples severally. I am showing the church how every Sunday, every Wednesday, we can be recording so many miracles. Miracles don't happen because of fasting and prayer. Miracles happen because of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus is no more working on that. It is the only ghost who is extra sensitive. He's the only one that it is said of that sinning against him will not be forgiven. He does not joke with his time. He says a word to you, you refuse it, you pray for seven days after that, you have missed it. So that is why we have teachers in the body to help us prepare. And I'm telling you now, you some came in here, you've had a long day, you are tired of that, and this is how the devil wants you to do the rest of the year. Every Sunday you come join, you're just looking. Service ends, then in the night you are praying, ah, what I'm going through, oh God. And even your guiding angel is looking at you that we just arrange a miracle for you, just push it away. So like those guys, you are now ready to fight when the time is gone. And God said, no, 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 no. Moses told them, he said, don't go. You should have gone three hours ago. It is too late now. But you know what? The Bible said they went. And the enemies messed them up. How many times are you trying to fight the battle without the signal of the Holy Spirit? What made David so thick? I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of God. What was exciting him? There will be a word for that day. Every time you come to church with great expectation, 2004, that was when I was in final year in UI. I left UI. It's not, that's not left, what I'm about to say, it's not meant for special meetings. It's what can happen every now and then. I was in school. I refused to go home till 31st. So the old school was quiet, dry. Early morning of 31st, as early as um, 6 a.m., I just took a bus and I said, I want a church where I can do what nice service. And then Christ Embassy came to my house. So I came to Christ Embassy in Lagos. I left about 6 o'clock. 
One day I will teach people, and part of it, what I'm doing now, how to receive. You can suck anointing from anywhere. I, I got there like 8, 8.30. I sat down. They used open here and allow sat there. Where they are church, the main building is now. There was no building there. On Billy's way. I sat down from 8. I only, I only stood up like two times or three to go and eat myself, and I came back to sit down. Till the watch night started. started like it, it's 8 p.m. So I sat down for that long. When Pastor Chris came up, I don't know what other people saw. I just saw light all over him. I only walked close. It should be an under AC. I just came forward now to drop an offering. And part of the light came onto me. I went to Abel Futa. By the time I was sleeping, I woke up in the morning and there was like oil on the bed. I wanted to turn the knob, door knob of the house and like there was electricity on it. And the Lord said to me, it, this does not happen on special meetings. It happened because you went with preparation. You expected something to happen. The Holy Spirit does not disappoint those who expect something to happen. That is what I'm saying in summary. So as you are coming to church, you might have, no matter what happens, once you park your car outside, they adjust your mind. They go from strength to strength. As many of them who appear in Zion, I'm about to step into Zion now. Something is going to happen to me. When we have that attitude, money, blessings, promotion, all those are even, it will never be a problem. The preacher will be talking about marriage. Yeah, people are receiving babies. The Holy Spirit is multi-directional. I get what I'm saying. You will leave a service. A scripture will appear to you that will tell you what to do as soon as you step out. So many times we should ask, who is not ready? Is it the Lord or us? This is where brought, because I am looking at 2021. And I'm already asking, how much victory do you want to have in this year? How prepared are you? The answers are here. The Bible says, be ignorant of God's righteousness. They are going about to establish their own righteousness. Remove the word righteousness and you can insert the word miracle there. Be ignorant of the miracle God has provided. They are going about looking for their own miracle. And this is happening to believers every now and then. So what is the key word for 2020? Be sensitive to what the Lord is doing. And now do be sensitive, be intentional. Be intentional. As you are driving the compound, into the compound, begin to pray in tongues with expectation that this service is for me. The Lord will never tell anybody, it's a lie, this service is not for you. <laughs> Our Lord does not talk like that. Because all his promises are yea and amen. So what he says to what you are saying, that when you say, Lord, this service is for me, we say yes and amen. The Lord does not have no and not. You know, I'm sharing some deep things with us tonight. How easy is it to get things from God? It's just an instruction away. 2021 is here. We're already on, on in day six. Everything is keeping, galloping. Very soon we'll be saying Happy New Year, 2021. By the grace of God, as a church, me as an individual, many people I know in the church, we recorded significant increase 
expansion, blessings, amazing things, 2020. The Lord visited us. 2020 for me was a bogus year, a wonderful year. And now 2021 will be far better. That is why I'm sharing with us. Prepare. And Bible says now faith is. So it begins with the service now. If you are not, if you are the type that when you come to church, you don't like saying amen. No, we are wearing nose mask, but there's no mask in our throat. Learn to shout amen. It gets the attention of angels. I am here. That's what they hear at times when you say that. I am here. And they are all around distributing gifts. One day, see, one of the reasons why there are many tears in heaven. If God plays a video of every service you have ever attended, and God shows you the spiritual path, and you saw angels with thanks or blessings, and them looking sad as they are taking it back to heaven. Is that what the Bible says? He came unto his own and his own rejected him. But as many as, as received him, there will always be some who will receive some. But many can turn it away. There will always be some. Some people come to this church every Sunday with their hearts open. And they are the ones who are quick to share testimonies. Others come, say, maybe I'm going to church now. And church now. What they will do after the service? Somebody you are going to rake for. One issue that you left on Friday that was to get back to office on Monday, but that's what you are thinking at the service. And you know, your heart, God sees everything. So the angels are just looking at you. So, so, so she just don't even think we can do anything about her situation. No problem. Let's leave her alone. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Many times, many times, I've heard Pastor Nebo share testimony. It will be at the last minute. We're sharing the grace. And just like somebody just said, and said, the Lord said, I should tell you, said, somebody just said right now, that Lord, what about me? Lord, I should tell you, your, this is your time. And the people will come and share testimony. They were about sharing grace. Somebody was still saying at the back of your Lord, what about me? God doesn't forget people like that. Some are waiting for the next exit point. Go. So this is what, this is a very interesting 2020. It's a very interesting year. It's a wonderful year. Of course, so many things will happen at the global level, at the national level. So many things will happen. But this is a very strategic year. And more and more, the Lord is saying to us as a church, things I will do in your midst, I will do because of my mercy. So that means we are going to receive many things that we don't deserve. After all, Jesus already paid for everything. And nobody can blame Jesus for what he used his blood for. Mercy. Many times, I do this very often. When I buy something and I have change, I leave it with the poor people. I do that a lot. Sometimes I leave as much as 3,000, 4,000. I do that. I don't like collecting change. Um, when I buy, maybe I'm a, uh, all by myself and I try to buy fruit or something from someone and it's only the local people. I like leaving them with joy. So I'll be like, how much is this? I said, 700. I'm like, I can't do 500. She will say, no, okay, 600 last. Then I'll jokingly say that, Mama. So I'll give them 1,000. Don't worry about the change. I said, you refuse to come down to 500. And me also, I'm, 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 I'll leave you with 1,000. Then they will laugh and they'll be so happy. Now, mercy. There is an amount for what they are selling. 
But because it is my money, I can choose to give more. And nobody can blame me for it. Are you getting what I'm saying? I can choose to give more. I do that if I go to an entry. I love to have the, I have the habit of making somebody happy per day. I do that. And all the people who work in the church office, they know when I send to buy something, many times I don't collect the change. I just like to make someone already a partaker of what I'm doing. Now, this is it. Jesus has paid the price and he has right by his mercy to reach out to any one of us and bless us. He's giving us a word for 2021, peace. Because he will move mightily. Where we read in that Exodus 14, 14, it says, stand still and see the salvation. The Egyptians will see. You will say, you hold your peace for the Lord will fight for you. There is something to take out of that scripture. When you hold your peace, God fights for you. When you are anxious and you are aroused and then you are, then God does not fight. When you are at peace, the God of war shows up. Remember Romans 16, 20. The God of peace will bruise Satan under your feet, not the God of war. Now, the same thing Moses was saying to the people that, he said, when you need God to finish your enemy once and for all, he needs one thing from you, peace. I'm going to continue this message on Sunday. But you see, the, that is the challenge. How do you have peace when you are facing serious war? Because peace is not an event. Peace is a person. It is the consciousness of his presence that makes you to be calm, regardless of things going on around you. Hallelujah. He says, hold your peace, for the Lord will fight for you. So if you want God to fight for you, hold your peace. But it's a tough thing for a carnal man to do. And that's what we're going to get to on Sunday. Hold your peace, for the Lord will fight for you. Aye. I will talk about two things, maybe more on Sunday. Remember the story. If you read Exodus 20, Exodus 20. Let's start from there. Exodus 20, I think, um, 2024 or so. Give me Exodus 2024. The altar of art thou shalt make unto me, and shall sacrifice thereof burnt offering and thy peace offering, thy sheep. Now that's very important. Burnt offering and peace offering. Many times when you read the Old Testament, you'll see these two concepts together. Burnt offering and sin offering or peace offering. What is peace offering? Let's read 2 Samuel. 2 Samuel, I think 24, 25. 2 Samuel 24, 25. Let's start from 24. Or we can leave it here, no worry. And David built an altar unto the Lord and offered burnt offering and peace offering. The same two again. So the Lord was entreated for the land and the plague stayed. Aye. So burnt offering and peace offering will stop any plague. Barrenness is a plague. And there are many plagues. Burnt offering and sin offering. Burnt offering and sin offering. 
What is peace offering? Sorry, bond offering and peace offering. What's peace offering? You see, it's a strong word. We will look at it more on Sunday. Peace offering is basically offering of thanksgiving. Philippians chapter 4 from verse 6. Bond offering is your prayer. A form of prayer. Bond offering is some that they put the lamb, the thing must go up, smoke must go, go to heaven. And God gave an instruction. You must not use, you must use an altar that is made of, that means sound, natural sound. Then God told them that any, and if you want to use stone, that stone must be a virgin stone. That means a stone that no metal has touched and that has not been worked upon. We'll talk about this another day. Anything you present to God must be special, must be hallowed, must be sanctified. Remember he said that David said, burnt offering and peace offering, he said you sacrifice your sheep and your lamb, your sheep and your oxen. That sheep talks about Jesus. And that is what Hebrews 13 talks about. But let's read Philippians, Philippians 4, 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, that prayer and supplication is burnt offering. With thanksgiving, peace offering, let your request be made known unto God. They must come together. Peace offering, I, it's giving an expression of worship and praise to God. What does it do? We are going to look at this on Sunday. One of the offerings you must offer continually. Hebrews 13. I think we start from verse 8 or 9. Hebrews 13. Verse 9. Verse 10. We have an altar wherein they have no right to eat which serve at the tabernacle. Verse 11. For the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought to the sanctuary burnt without the camp. Next verse. Wherefore Jesus that he might sanctify his people with his own blood suffer without the gates. Let us go forth to him without camp bearing his reproach. Verse 14. For we have continuity but we seek one to come. 15. By him therefore remember they were to make peace offering by the sheep, by sheep, by lamb. By him therefore let us offer sacrifice or praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. The greatest sacrifice is a sacrifice of praise. As a matter of fact, it looks like burnt offering will not be acceptable. That is prayer. Until it is coupled with peace offering, which is a sacrifice of praise. Only though, that's what the Bible said, that be anxious for nothing. The only way not to be anxious is to live a life of thanksgiving. And praise God repeatedly. It does something to you. Have you heard me tonight? No one like you, Jesus. No one like you. Can I be praised for you? No one like you, Father. No one like you. No one like you, no one like you, no one like you, a master, you're the God of everything, the 
Sing it one more time. Can you worship him tonight? Everything we do as a church participates. This afternoon I was praying and a word came to me, which I remember that I said before, so many miracles will happen at the household level. So many miracles. People will be visited. They will only come to your testimony on Sunday in church. People will receive great things in household because the anointing of God will be so strong upon household leaders. Your spiritual journey, part of training yourself in handling spiritual things is to seek to become a household leader or assistant household leader. You will find God moving through you and you will understand the ways of the spirit. Spiritual things are not theories, they are practical. The more you practice, the more it stays with you. Yes, if we bring a missionary from a village here, now he might be able to deal with demons more than most people in the city. Not because he prays more, but because he combats them regularly. You cannot theorize, you can't can bring spiritual things to theory. It is in household that somebody is not feeling fine. It's just you and the person and you pray and you get to it. Then you know that the healing anointing is working through you. The gift of the spirit don't land on you automatically. You grow in them by observation. Then you know that when you're around people, somehow God says something to so you. You might not know it's God initially, but you know when you tell them something, it works perfectly. That there is always a voice from your spirit trying to tell you something. The Lord told me that this is a year to experiment all these things. Find a small colony where you belong. They went to their own company when they were threatened. You need that company. The pastors are man, the directors. When I need to pray, I call them. We need to pray about something. You need it. This is very important. You know, one day, I was doing a review of last year. And I was watching a video of a message I preached. And the, the, the message was very powerful, but the video appeared very, to be very dull because the congregation weren't participating. One of the things we seek to kill in 2021 is a quiet church. Church is not only the preacher, it is everybody. Check a video where people shout, where even you can perceive the anointing watching. And check a video where everybody is wearing a long face and looking and then there's, you know, some congregation can make it difficult for the preacher to preach. Yeah. I go around preaching. You go to some places that the, the, you are floating. I go to some places, you have to break the spirit of heaviness first. And it's some people. God help you, let them sit at the front. Glory, hallelujah. Uh-huh. 
The Holy Ghost moves very easily. That's why there are some people I like praying with. Because as soon as we start praying, a word will come from God. I don't risk it with some other people because they will kill the moment. An atmosphere is very important to the Holy Spirit. Maybe you have never thought about that, but let me say this to you. I've told the workers before. The Holy Spirit is extra sensitive to atmosphere. It is true. Maybe that's about what he calls his own atmosphere for miracles. It is true. There is an atmosphere conducive for things to happen. It is true. Jesus wanted to pray for a particular man and he took him out of the city. There was doom in that city. A blind man. Bible says Jesus held him by the hand and took him out of the city. When they came out of the city, then he opened his eyes. Why did he do it there? The same Jesus. There are some cities, miracles will not happen there. And city represents individuals and situations. It's true. Jesus took out that man. When they got out of the city, the Bible said Jesus touched his eyes and he saw. Why? The same, there was no record that Jesus fasted on the way as they were going. Or he prayed some more. No. Jesus says the atmosphere was repulsive to the anointing. So he moved away. As long as they got out of the atmosphere, he prayed for the guy. Yeah. Hallelujah. There are atmosphere, thank you. The atmosphere that have been that you have to work hard to pray. Work hard. There's some others, everything opens up. Let this church be an atmosphere full of life. This is why a lot of preachers like students. Students are very open. It is true. Have you read before that Jesus got to his own city and he could do no mighty works there? The Bible said that he marveled. He shocked Jesus. <laughs> he shocked him. The Bible says he marveled. He shocked him. And one, one theologian actually said that he made an attempt to pray for some people and nothing happened. Because he was praying, they were looking at him. Ah, what is what? what? They, they were not connecting. The Bible says, he said, receive. The guy didn't receive. Or that alone was says. He said, that's, said, that's why he marveled. Huh? This is strange. This same hand. The Bible says, he only pray for people with minor ailments. Kata. And that, that was why he did. That's what the Bible says, minor ailments. Because he said, get up. The guy didn't get up. The Bible says, he marveled that this is not, the, this is not, this, what is going on here? If that happened to the master, Maybe as you are carrying your Bible on a Sunday, ask yourself, am I going to hate the preacher or an incubator? Or no, insulator. That will stop. Am I going to help or am I going to hinder? It's a question you should ask every Sunday. And when you sit down there, not only in this, wherever you are listening to the word of God, actually ask yourself, am I helping or, hind or hindering? There's no neutral. You are doing one of the two. Am I helping or hindering? I don't know why the Lord is stressing this. I believe it is because 2021 miracles will happen a lot in every service here and he wants us to have the right atmosphere. That's why this is coming. Can I hear a loud amen? Let's have the coming of it. Bless the Lord of my soul. If you don't like my key, use your key. I use your key. Sing like.
Sing it one more time. Lift up your hands and sing to him. Bless the Lord. As we are prepared to take this communion, I will have you to pray for two minutes. This signifies our fellowship with the Master. And the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Let this blood flush out any disease, any sickness from anybody tonight. Any spell, any cause, any hindrance, anything. We shout the blood of Jesus. We believe in the blood. And he said, do this as often as possible in remembrance of it. We choose to remember the blood that was shed for us. On the cross, we lay hold and we declare, I am sanctified by the blood of Jesus. I'm purified. I'm cleansed by the blood of Jesus. I'm washed pure by the blood of Jesus. The blood cleanses me from all unrighteousness. I'm about to take the body of Christ broken for me and the blood shed for me. I have the life of Jesus in me. That life enables me to function by the anointing. Shout it, I have eternal life. The blood of Jesus runs in me. Tonight, I take the body of Christ broken for me and the blood shed for me I believe in the blood of Jesus I believe in his body broken everything broken in my body is fixed as I take this his blood purifies my blood purifies my system and then in the name of Jesus I declare afresh a relationship a deep fellowship with the master himself by the Holy Spirit we can take it. We worship you. We give you praise. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mashele manda kuri manda la bayash ele mandoro 
In this year, so winners, we have amazing things happening in their lives. We had worship service on Sunday, just praise service. It's always how we start the year. We're about to start service on Sunday. When we're preparing for service last Sunday, and I said it, it came to me. You can make up your mind that 50, 51, 52 Sundays in the year, there will not be any Sunday that you will not invite someone to church. The world is being turned upside down. Jesus is coming very soon. He needs to save more people. Thank God for music we sing in the church. Nothing compares with soul winning and discipleship. Get involved. Get involved. Get involved. There are some people, you are the only one that will talk to them that will get them saved. You've never thought about that before. There are some people. We want to see how next week and next two weeks will go. Then we'll announce the new date for the annual conference. And by the grace of God, one of the things, one major thing I see to, in fact, that's one of the reasons why we decided to shift it. Because there won't be a place to put people. We want to see 1,000 people make decisions for Christ during the annual conference. It is where my heart is. It is where I told Bishop, look, I told him that, sir, just give us a little time. We'll get back to you on when this will be. I want to see 1,000 people on this altar make decisions for Christ. If this is the direction the Spirit of God is taking us, we are asking everybody, join us. Join us. I know that there are people listening to me here now that they are going to bring some people to church on Sunday. But if you are not one of them, can you join? I'm looking for a day when anything we do, everybody will do. I'm looking for that day. If we count how many people are here, and I imagine all first-timers, they equal the number and more, between almost 200 people outside or the other, but that would, that would be, it would be a day of joy. Everyone rejoices on such days. Yeah, one day I had to leave church very early to go and preach somewhere. I just came for praise worship, and I was driving back, and I was shocked at the number of people I saw on a Sunday morning fetching water and moving around. My heart bled. And it occurred that Jesus died for these people also. We could have been like them. They were saying, I too didn't like going to church. I mean, I just saw them. Sunday morning, you go to bar, people are dead on a Sunday morning. Now, this is the interesting thing. All those people, they have a friend in church that they will still talk to Sunday evening. But he has not made it a serious matter that you have to be in church. Some say it lightly. We don't share the gospel lightly. We share it intentionally. One of the people here brought a lady to church. She used to be a Ristos of the highest standard. She was only doing it with men who were coming to the country. She had her profile. She wasn't dealing with local men. <laughs> so as they will land at the airport, they, will, they were arranged. They will call them, call her, so she will go and meet them at the hotel. So she was at the And she said, the first time she came to church, she sat at the back of the church. Before she heard the message, as she sat like this, as if a voice told her that you know you can never go back to that profession again. And she became a worker in the church. Of course, I can't disclose the identity. You won't know. This is someone serving God, praying to him in a wonderful way now. That day, somebody, 
after service, what comes and told us how he used to carry peace to a rub. And the person is in church in pain. This, this should be, this should be, his, his testimony is now four years old now, never going back to that thing. Somebody stopped by to invite all these people to church. Why the rest of us carried our car, drove to church, came down, and just worshipped. Do you know Jesus is so concerned about the lost? They are in your offices, they are everywhere. He's so concerned. Families are crying, breaking up, things are happening everywhere. Because of what is happening in the world now, people's heart is softer. People criticize churches a lot of people, but at the same time, many hearts are open to the gospel. Jesus didn't tell us to argue with people. Somebody decides to argue, walk away and look for someone else. There are many people who will listen to you. But then there are people on your phone. They are everywhere around you. As the service ends tonight, start preparing for Sunday. Don't prepare to show up alone. Prepare to show with somebody. Say, Lord, if I give physical offering, this is first of all my offering. Is someone blessed tonight? Whatever you believe God for in 2020 that did not happen will happen in 2021. And it will happen effortlessly. Whatever miracle that did happen last year will happen this year. In a greater measure. In Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you.